Hello, 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 everybody. I hope everyone's having a good day, and I will be with you in just a moment. Stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Were the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets red the bombs bursting in That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the Well, I do that for the simple fact we need to remember who we are and why we and what we have in this country. So I thought that would be a perfect way to start my shows. And I hope everyone's having a good day. And welcome, 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 everybody. All right. First off, I want everyone to listen to this. And tell me what this wor- what this woman actually said.
I don't know what the hell's going on. Can you guys still hear me? Because I'm having some technical errors. But yeah, that's... And did she say plandemic? Did she actually say the words plandemic? I'm like, what the heck is going on with that? She actually said plandemic. Hmm. So I'm. That's kind of funny, isn't it? Well, I got a a wide range of news stories that I have, going from pretty serious to some comical ones. Some are from the Babylon Bee. Some might are from not the Bee. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different ones. The first one I'm going to bring up is Joe uh, Prasovic. He actually. All right. All right, here's a Rolling Stone headline, and you can see the picture. Gunshot victims wait left waiting as horse dewormer overdoses overwhelm Oklahoma City hospitals, doctor says. All right. Nothing wrong with that until you actually see from the New York U.S. News and World Report. People wait in line to receive a COVID-19 vaccination at Ebenezer's Baptist Church Tuesday, January 26, 2001 in Oklahoma City. Reverend Derek Scudaby, Ebenezer's Baptist Church senior pastor, helped to organize the event in an effort to encourage more African Americans in Oklahoma city to receive the COVID-19 vaccination. So they're using an article, a picture from another article. Why is that? Show me why they would do something like that. And I will, I'll bring up Ms. Pisaki again and let people decide for themselves. All right, here we go. 
Share the screen. Hey, you go, Jeremy. Sure. Um, I know we did a briefing call to provide a preview of that um, last night, or I believe yesterday at some point in time. Uh, I will say that the president's looking forward to welcoming uh, the prime minister, who's already in town, as you know, having a variety of meetings today. Uh, I would expect, uh, we expect their conversation to be wide ranging, to cover a range of topics of mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to regional security issues, which could include a range of topics, uh, including security within COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to regional security issues, which pandemic to regional efforts to address the global pandemic to regional security issues, which could include a range of topics, uh, including security within Israel, as well as, um, uh, you know, Iran and other issues of mutual concern. Um, and I expect we'll have a readout once the meeting concludes of anything coming out of the meeting. So, uh, <laughs> you ain't a kid in there, Jake. But yeah, she actually said the word. She actually said the words pandemic. <laughs> I don't think. She actually says the word pandemic, and people are like, wow. All right. I got one for you. Yesterday was opening day for pretty much the entire college football season. Do you think any stadium had a capacity crowd? Do you think any stadium actually had a capacity crowd? Hey, Jake Buster. Well, I am going to share something with you guys that was kind of, I'm not going to share the word, the song, because it will get me a copyright strike, but I will show you what actually happened. I seen this yesterday and it was like, holy. 
That is one heck of a crowd just going crazy. There won't be no audio with this because the song is copyrighted and I'm not getting a strike because of it. That was yesterday. That happened yesterday. Survival. I'm not playing because uh, the song on the video is copyrighted by Metallica. I'm not playing the song. I'm not getting, I'm not going there. All right. What? Here's the one that I want to show you next. Because this is kind of funny. This one is kind of funny. I'm just trying to give you some news articles. <laughs> this is going to be... This is from La Babylon B. So this is satire. Can everyone see what they what it actually says? Planned Parenthood warns new abortion laws will disproportionately allow more black people to be born. And I know this is a fake tweet and everything, but it's it's fun it's funny. Texas new abortion law is brutal and barbaric, and more black babies will be born because of it. We can't let this happen. I thought they got rid of Margaret Sanger. I thought they tried to distance themselves with that. I guess they didn't. Hey, J.H. But I thought they was trying to get away from that reputation. Why would they want to? Why would they want to do? Why would they want to do that? Why would they want? Why wouldn't they want more black, more black babies to be born if this this country is so racist and white people need to get out of power? Why? But yeah, I'm just I'm just some idiot that doesn't know nothing, that lives in Alabama but was born and raised in Ohio. I guess I don't count for much. But it is what it is. It is what it is. But this is all right, what's another one? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? 
Nothing has changed in a hundred years, but but it is what it is. All right, next one. Has anyone seen what Don Lemon said? Has anyone seen what the man Don Lemon from CNN actually had to say? Because Mr. Lemon is saying that us conservatives and the conservative media are uh, being too mean to Joe Biden. Well, and I'm not going to give you fair warning. The, uh, the guy that actually speaks the truth tells you everything you need to know. This, I couldn't believe when I watched this. Many people didn't agree with the way that it ended. Okay, so how do we move forward from here? I think you have to also look at the number, again, the number of people they got out. And I think the, the, the obviously the administration, the Trump administration for brokering these deals with the Taliban and the Biden administration for however you feel about how they got out. But I think you have to give them some credit for what, number one, getting out, and number two, getting as many people out as possible. And we do have to remember, there are people who went there and were told they needed to leave and they didn't leave. We, sh we should still help them get out, continue to help them get out. But um, I, I, you know, I think people should stop beating up on the administration so much because no matter how it ended, everyone wasn't going to be happy with the way it ended. So. If there's any silver lining in this, it's going to be what happens going forward. You can't change the past. You can't bring those lives back, as awful as that is. And so, you know, I just think that sometimes, I think the administration is getting beaten up on this a little bit too much because there's a lot of blame to go around from four different presidents and who actually didn't have the guts to get us out of Afghanistan because they were afraid of this moment and what an exit might look like. Well But, yeah, that's, Don Lemon does not understand why we're actually so pissed off with, I actually think it's seven or eight figures for him. How many people in this group? We have seven watching right now. How many? Give me a one if you think Don Lemon would have said the same thing if President Trump was in office. A two if he wouldn't.
<laughs> and Jeremy, you are so correct. You are so correct about that. You are so correct about that. Because that's... I would play that song, but I know I would get a copyright strike right now. And everyone's saying too, and I and I think the same thing because they're political hacks. They want to be politicians, but they're not smart enough. They're uh, but they are uh, so corrupt that they don't care how bad it actually does seem. But. All right, now to a story that I do not want to share, but I need to share it because we need to know what's coming down the line. We have been in this treaty for years. I will give that piece of advice. All right. Biden aims to sign on to UN's global global run registration treaty. This is from the NRA. D state bureaucrat William. Mosden took to the floor at the seventh seventh conference of states parties to the arms trade treaty to signal the U.S. intent to bind itself to the treaty. The treaty trumped unsigned after announcing his intent at the NRA's 2019 meeting. What it does if you buy a a Glock a, a foreign a foreign um, gun that is not made in the United States. They register it for 10 years. It's registered for 10 years. So, yeah, that's... If the UN gets its way, its deliberately undefined and loose terminology will be used to mandate the provision of personal information related to any American that purchases a firearm manufactured overseas to the origin country's government. This is the first step step towards creating a global firearm registry. President Biden wants to give foreign bureaucrats control over the rights of law-abiding Americans, and the NRA will fight it every step of the way. Stay tuned. That's true. Jeremy, that is so true. 
And um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna have to register. I don't know if they're gonna have to register their guns. You would think so because of what's going on. You would think they would have to. All right. Here's one. uh, I hope this one makes you laugh. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. I think this one's done a lot, and I'm using this under the free uh, fair use act because I'm gonna uh, educate my audience with what um what someone on Newsmax said. This is funny. I love this guy. This is this is actually pretty good. Here's an honest question. Who would make a better president, Joe Biden or my one-year-old? It's a close call, so let's roll the tape. My one-year-old babbles incoherently at all times. She doesn't know how to speak English. Here's Joe Biden last week. And, I mean, and the thing, you know, you, you, I, I come from the state of Delaware. Uh, and, uh, you know, you had, we had more acreage burn last year than the state of Delaware and Maryland combined. Combined. For you all on Montana, that ain't my, you know, but. Uh, poor Chonky. Hillbilly. He's on Facebook. I'm streaming this to Facebook and to YouTube and to Rumble right now. Hey, deplorable patriot. I'm, I, I have three different streams going with this one. So the, he's on Facebook. When you see the F beside the person's name, that's on Facebook. But I want people to get a sense of how massive, how massive these fires are and how they affect the water systems. And anyway, but that's, I'm sorry to take your time, but I wanted you to be able to explain that. To um. Okay. My one-year-old touches things she's not supposed to and gets in trouble. Here's footage of Joe Biden creepily holding the hand of a boy on an airplane tarmac while shoving his filthy mask into his hand and likely scarring him for life. It's just gross. Just like my one-year-old, Joe Biden eats things he's not supposed to. Here's Biden last week eating a globule off his face when he was handed a message from his staff saying, sir, there's something on your face. He, he eats it, okay? According to Joe Biden himself, the president needs help going to the bathroom, just like my one-year-old. What, what, what? <laughs> okay. My uh... is also learning how to walk right now. Joe Biden is also learning. Joe Biden's presidency is folding faster than Biden on a staircase. So... Would a one-year-old make a better president? The American people seem to think so. According to Rasmussen, Biden has a 47% approval rating with a 52% disapproval rating. Worse, his strong approval numbers are 27% compared to his strong disapproval of 42. That gives him a minus 15 approval index. Biden is totally underwater. 
Trust us, if you're feeling more and more like this country is led by low IQ ugly communists who don't know what they're doing, you're not alone. And there's some cold comfort in that. Americans have never distrusted their establishment ruling class more than right now, in this moment. And it's delicious. It actually means that we are winning a little bit. 58% of voters agree corporate media are the enemy of the people. CNN has lost 70% of their viewership. The Atlantic Magazine will go out of business soon. They're losing tens of millions of dollars each year. Polling shows that only 12% of Americans have confidence in Congress. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is the most despised member of that Congress. 51% of Americans view her unfavorably. Not surprisingly, Kamala Harris, America's least impressive human, has now finally accomplished something other than being Montel Williams' backup side piece on the red carpet. Former talk show host Montel Williams. Back then, he was the famous one and had to introduce her to the paparazzi. Your vice president, everyone. Such an inspiration. Young ladies, here's a lesson. Date as many powerful men as you can. Sell your soul and dignity for power. Debase yourself so completely that your one-party home state will not even give you a single delegate for president. And perhaps, after accepting a free job from a decrepit old white guy that you called racist, you too can become the most unpopular vice president in the entire history of a generation. Yeah. According to recent polling, Kamala is the most unpopular vice president since the early 1970s. We have not had a vice president this unpopular since Joe Biden had hair. So it's really, weird. what is happening here? Like, is it seems like there's a shift happening and it's pretty simple. Americans hate tyrants. We always have and we always will. Our modern political class has dropped all pretexts and shown us exactly who they are. Ugly, authoritarian communists. For these people, the playbook is always the same. Gain control of the media, education, military, and law enforcement institutions, isolate groups who stand against you, demonize and scapegoat them to cover up your own incompetence, then force compliance or punish them with re-education. It happened in Nazi Germany. It happened in Soviet Russia. It's happening right now in communist China. Here on your screen is footage of non-compliant Chinese Uyghurs getting loaded into train cars for re-education. You wonder where LeBron James's shoes are made. You're looking at it. The communists who run this country think the Chinese system is amazing. They want to do that here. Next. You can hear it in their language. They say it out loud. Don't believe me? Listen. Private businesses, I am asking them and suggesting to them go to vaccine-only admission. Go to vaccine-only admission. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here. No shirt, no shoes, no service. That's what I think we should be right now. You're not allowed to buy food unless you comply? Hmm. What ideology dictates orders to private business and starves the peasants who don't comply? Communism. Easy answer. Communism has come to America, people. It's wildly unpopular, and it's time to fight it. We are all mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore. And this show 
is devoted to those taking the fight to the communists and the authoritarians directly on their home turf. Strap in, people. We got a country to save. I love him. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Christina. I hope you ladies are having a good day uh, since the last time I talked to you. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. Here's another thing that might get you guys to laugh. I hope this one does make you laugh. All right. Oh, this. I love doing stuff like this. Biden's approval rating among CNN employees sinks to all-time low of 98%. Uh, yeah, I love the Babylon Bee. They have some, they come up with some good headlines. Let's see what they say. Atlanta, Georgia. There has been a tremendous tumultuous three weeks and a bus withdrawal from Afghanistan. Internal polls now indicate that Biden's approval rating among those who work at CNN has fallen to an all-time low of 98%. This is extremely concerning, said CNN President Jeff Zucker. In spite of our best efforts to support our dear president, his approval rating among employees has fallen to 98% down from a previous low of 99.2%. Rest assured, we will find who these employees are are who disapprove and ensure they undergo disciplinary measures. Some some anonymous sources have suggested that the Biden's withdrawal rating at CNN is actually much lower, but the most employees have lied on the survey in order to keep their jobs. To help find out who's lying, Zucker will be mandating lie detector tests for all employees. The survey did confirm, however, that CNN, an employee of Communist China, Big Tech, and Jeffrey Tubin still remain at a healthy 100%, at least among those named Jeffrey Tubin. I love love the bee. That's one of those stories that make me chuckle when I actually read it. All right. All right. Give me a one. <laughs> yes, survival, he is. He is a real creepy dude. I will admit that. And Bill. Yes, 81 million people can be wrong. Eighty-one million people can be wrong. We've proven that, haven't we? Over the last seven or eight months, haven't we proven that eighty-one million people that voted for this this um person are wrong but that's a whole nother story (laughs) 
Bill, is it in uh is it in New York City? Is the bridge in New York City? All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. I love I love you guys. You guys are making this fun. Because I I'm trying to put a little humor into this crap because things are a little bonkers right now and we need to laugh. That's what I'm trying to do here is trying to get you to laugh and smile. All right. Does anyone want to become an Antifa member? Anyone here want to become Antifa? Because I did find an application for um, for their membership. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But I thought it was just an ideology. <laughs> I don't know there is a sign-on bonus. They don't say. Do you oppose any of these fascist leaders? I could understand some of them. But come on. <laughs> but I'm trying to prove that <laughs> that would probably solve our problem here in the States. That would solve the problem here in the States. We wouldn't have to put up with the fools. And the reason I brought the one about Antifa up is because they're, we all know they're idiots. We all know they're idiots. But to have that, to have that online, but they say Antifa isn't real. That's what I'm bringing up with that. That's why I'm showing that Antifa post. I know some of you will remember this. You remember the diner down in Florida that said uh, no Biden supporters. If you do give me a one, if you don't give me a two, I will refresh your memory here in a moment. All right. Uh, Jake, you weren't here for my last live stream when I talked about this diner. So I understand that. So here's that. Since we're getting more and more people. 
Here's the new, here's an art news article. Won't let me bring it up. All right, here we go. Here we go. It's up. Diner runs out of food one week after posting sign telling Biden supporters to please take your business elsewhere. I guess some patriots must have really. Well, that worked out for them. The Central Florida diner that announced it will not be serving anyone who supports President Biden was temporarily forced to shutter on Wednesday after selling out of food. I've gotten so many people calling me from all over the world, from Europe, trying to purchase meals for veterans, which I still haven't been able to organize. The owner, Angie, said, I think that the veterans will be fed for the rest of the year at the rate I'm going, I'm getting donations. Now, that is what patriotism is. And it's around the world. I love this. <laughs> exactly, hillbilly. Exactly. Rod Phillips, a Vietnam vet Veterans of America, Florida State Council member, personally visited Angie's diner to thank her. We wanted to come over here and thank you personally, Phillips told her told her, I respect the presidency of the United States of the United States, but this could have been handled much, much better. Being a Vietnam vet and combat wounded, I don't wish war on anybody, but there is a proper time and place to get out of there. And this story is from not to be. Exactly. And I love that this happened to her. I'm happy this happened to another patriot. But I will say this now. If you have the money and you want to... Uh, when I get done with the stream, I will put it in the bio. I will put her number into the into the description of this. Maybe you could put twenty dollars for uh, a veteran to give them a, a meal. 
if you can do it financially. Because I think the veterans need, veterans need our help. Because they're going through a lot right now. So let's. Because that would show that we're coming together. All right, all right, all right. <coughs> I'm going to share something some of you know, some of you don't. This had my heart straight, my heart. But the because you know, with the new law in Texas. Well, this guy had my had me crying because this is a very powerful, powerful statement by this man. Because what I'll do, I'll make this big enough. All right. This is Reverend Father Terry. W. Gatwood. My mother and father conceived me when I was when when she was 13 and he was 16. I was born in abject poverty, suffered multiple forms of abuse, and watched my fellow family devolve further over the years. I'm the one you wanted a, you wanted aborted. The struggle of my life is what produced the man I am today. I wouldn't change any of it because it has given me a true perspective of interesting value of humanity as God's sacred creation, as untimely as the creation might have been. When we deny the unborn the opportunity to enter the world, we starve the world of the potential God has invested in them. Some of the people who have struggled the worst have become the greatest heroes and minds because love and care was applied to them by others and God. The thing about it, some of you know this, and I will share, I will share a little brief of my history. My mother, my biological mother, Try to abort me. It didn't, it didn't work, thank God. But she tried to abort me uh, probably seven months. I had two more months. I had about eight weeks until I was about to be born. I have struggled with that fact for many, many years. Because my mom was an alcoholic and an addict. The thing about it, I, 
I know what it is to be to go th through something like this. Would I trade it? No. Because it showed me what 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 value life actually has. That's why I do what I do. I'm against abortion. And yes, Bill. It does happen for a reason. And the thing about it, I don't have any less value than anyone else. I might I, I might struggle. I was adopted when I was three years old. <laughs> that was over 37 years ago. But the thing about it, I have I have been given a, an opportunity to speak to to women because they're not birthing people, they're women, they're not men. They're women that give birth. Even though little Nas X is trying to that's a bunch of bullshit, but that's a whole different story. But the thing about it, my life has value. Those babies that are unborn, their life has value. I'm happy Texas did the heartbeat bill. I'm happy that this went down the way it did. Because we can see what we're dealing with. Where is Boots and Garden Tools? I haven't even seen him in the chat. Oh, there you are. Evening, Boots and Garden Tools. All right, what do I want to share next? So you have a little information on me about things that happen in my life. All right. I think we'll do Mr. Rogan next. You know how the mainstream media loves Mr. Joe Rogan? You know how people just love this man? Twitter canceling Joe Rogan again after he said mainstream media ignores Joe Biden's mental decline. And then you also have it where I don't have it pulled up. All right. Uh, that one will be last. No, that's the next one. Well, some more bad news. I seen this on Twitter and I I want to share this. Because these people need to be gone. 
So this comment was put on a video that had absolutely nothing to do with politics, but let's dive in because teaching is political. The education system, the curriculum, school zoning, funding, standardized testing, all of these things can create and further lead to class and racial inequalities and impact life chances for our students. Especially as a history teacher, my students deserve somebody who is going to confront and challenge the injustices and untruths that are in our history that have led to discrimination. So yes, teaching is political because as we develop curriculum and have conversations with our students, equity and anti-racism need to be in the forefronts of our minds, as well as giving our kids the means to gather factual information and form their own opinion. But this is wildly different than indoctrination or propaganda because I'm not trying to sway my students' opinions. I want them to form their own educated opinions. What I'm doing is challenging a broken system and hopefully laying the groundwork for progress and justice. Yeah, I wondered if anyone was on a catch chat. I was wondering if anyone was on a catch chat. Yes, she said teaching is political. She said it. So am I when I seen the when I seen that video, I was like, she really she must went to college at Clown World or so, Clown University or something. Is my first judgment of her. All right. And uh to end this stream, to end this, I'm I'm making this one a little shorter than my normal streams. I hope everyone gets a smile with this because this is why I saved it for last. One more time. brightens everybody's day because that's what I wanted to end on. That's what I wanted to end on because that is that's priceless. To watch the little girl in the Rottweiler play like that 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 made my heart just melt. Exactly. They were having a good old time and 
that's that's what this is about. And if you haven't hit the like button, hit the like button. Give me a thumbs up because I want to be more I want to get some more people involved in these streams. But thank you everybody for coming. I hope everyone has a blessed day. And remember, be good to one another because we need to look out for one another because we're battling, as the Bible says, we're battling evil around this world. So please have a good Sunday. Hope everyone has, has a blessed day. And I will see you probably sometime during the week because you never know what's going to happen during the week. But I wanted to give everyone a little pause, leave everyone on a positive note this to begin the week. So thanks everyone for coming and have a blessed day.